because the only learning i had in my life vivek if you really want to create a powerful future you cannot create it by suppressing or hiding your past you need to stand in front of your past if you want to create a powerful future so if you really want to do that then only your relationships and life will be contented and happy hi welcome everybody to another episode of the angry coach today i have got with me coach harsh coach harsh is a relationship and an intimacy expert in a career spanning over 14 years in this space prior to this harsh has been in the corporate world like so many of us for over a decade harsh welcome to the angry coach thank you vivek thank you very much for hosting me my pleasure uh As I get started Harsh I'm very eager to learn what makes you angry uh after working for almost 14 years in this space Vivek uh, what makes me angry is that people in their core relationship talk like business partners not as partners right they don't touch each other right they don't cuddle they don't communicate as their intimate partnership right and that's how their relationships are not happy and that makes me super angry So after so many years of people being together they talk like business partners and not really like relationship partners is that correct That's correct That's such an interesting uh, thing and I'm going to talk a lot more about it with you but before I do that Harsh it is a very different profession for a and I don't want to be gender specific but it's a different topic for a man to be getting into right Normally you would see somebody normally you'd find women talking more about relationships So what got you into this? Uh so since my childhood uh, I was always very emotional uh, and sensitive towards relationship mm. and during my corporate stint uh, I was in a department where we were 38 people and out of them 37 were women mm. and listening to them for almost 8 and a half hours every day mm. was initially uh, was that where am I but later it became very very interesting right. and after listening to them i found that uh, if people did not have relationship they were not happy but people who had relationship they were also not happy and that gave me a food for thought that we crave for relationships we crave for our partners so much throughout our life and the moment we get it the initial one and a half years two years like a honeymoon period and after that somewhere we lose that connection scene why does this happen right what happens along the years that we simply don't connect the way we used to connect we don't impress our partner we don't make them happy what happens so that came here uh, and i started working on it wow wow so in a way you made what is hurting you into a career of yours or into a passion that you want to help people through yes so helping and supporting uh, people in their relationships has been my passion purpose now i really want to create a space for people where people find their clarity uh, true joy and that's how they lead joyful lives fantastic 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 so now i'm very curious what makes people move from that initial honeymoon period into this disinterested two people living together kind of uh, phase uh it's very interesting to know vivek uh, and you will be surprised to after hearing this initially when we enter into a relationship it's never about myself 
it's only about the other person right what gives happiness to the other person whatever i do it's only for the other person and the interestingly the other person is doing the same thing the other person is doing anything and everything which makes me happy but one fine day the bomb drops and one of us gets into the space of ego and think oh what about me where am i in the relationship why i have to call this person all the time why she is not calling and the moment i start asking this question the other person also gets into the argument mode and slowly and gradually you see that the ceiling drops and then everything from we the space of we we move to the space of i and the moment that i space is growing the disconnect happens and the honeymoon period reduces wow what a fantastic observation so what i'm hearing from you is that initially it's always about the other person and you're in this phase of uh, contributing strengthening making things work and then once it becomes a little taken for granted or once it becomes more permanent um suddenly there's an element of i that starts coming in true and that's where the whole game begins and when that i comes in is where the whole game begins and suddenly you said oh why am i the one who's always doing this why am i the one who's sacrificing my personal time for the family time so on and so forth and that is where the entire conflict starts up and that is where we start drifting apart from each other is that correct absolutely instead of using each other's strength uh, as a medium to strengthen the relationship we start questioning that so for example if i am in a position to take or receive give or receive calls any time of the day and the other person is in the position of talking any time instead of using this as a strength we start questioning this that why do i have to call every time and why other person questions me oh why can't you talk all the time when you are at home or when you are at office instead of using this as a strength it's a very very fair point i'd completely yes. agree with you um harsh and there's also an element to this that comes in right um increasingly we are hearing about um so in the example that you've given both the people there's an assumption that both the partners are aligned towards strengthening the relationship right True. um there are also several instances where game people start playing games in a relationship right for yeah. example somebody starts taking advantage etc how does that start happening what goes on over there so uh, here i would say we don't do three typical things and i will share three points which i normally share in my coachings all the time and that helps people and couples that when people don't clearly communicate with each other from very first day in the relationship the communication has to be crystal clear there should not be any if and buts whatever is in your mind whatever is in your heart that should come out from your tongue but most of us i'm not talking about any gender whether it is a man or a woman one of us will definitely do that we are thinking something else we are feeling something else but we are saying something else and once the other person recognizes this then this thing starts happening we start playing games because we don't like confrontations we don't like arguments we don't like fights so what we start doing we start assuming things and the moment we start assuming things we start creating images for the person 
and the moment we create an image for a person we start playing games with the other person so the first and foremost point is clear communication and i will do course of the podcast i will share more points with you which will help people coming out from this game very interesting so what i'm hearing from you is early on in a relationship a person might not be very honest or transparent about what's in their heart and maybe at that particular point of time they are trying to impress they are trying to um and it might not even be conscious a person is just doing all of this very subconsciously or certain parts of their life are kept quiet and within them um in the due course of time those things might emerge and then it becomes something that has to be handled is that correct that's correct yes and that the moment you know that this person is right for you what stops you doing a clear communication with the partner beat about your past beat your present or what future you both want to create you need to talk about it because the only learning i had in my life vivek if you really want to create a powerful future you cannot create it by suppressing or hiding your past you need to stand in front of your past if you want to create a powerful future so if you really want to do that then only your relationships and life will be contented and happy that's a very fair statement i would agree with you so what you are telling me is it is extremely important to be honest truthful and transparent from the very beginning sure. and that makes a very significant difference in any relationship correct and what i'm also hearing from you is the moment you know that this relationship is kind of strengthening or there's a certain set which is happening and it's not like an open relationship at that moment it is at that point one has to take very conscious calls and take very active steps to make sure that yes. there are no late relationship repercussions that's correct that you do not create a room for the other person to create images for you because it's very very difficult to break the image ceiling it is extremely difficult to break the image ceiling now this image ceiling is a very interesting term i think i've oh. heard career ceilings but i've never heard image ceiling what is this about so uh, this is all about that on which lens we see people situations or whatever is happening around us i'll share a very small story with you uh, there was a couple who used to stay in an apartment right and uh, the girl, the lady of the house uh, had a habit that early morning she will get up at around 6 6:30 make a cup of tea go to the balcony or just sit down near the window and just see outside and the flat opposite to their apartment was empty and after a few days a new couple moved to that flat and next day the moment she came near the window with her cup of tea she saw the other lady was hanging the wet clothes and the moment she saw those wet clothes she felt oh shit she doesn't even know how to wash clothes she went to her husband and said you know the couple moved to the uh, other building the lady of the house doesn't know how to wash clothes so husband smiled did not say anything now that became my everyday habit every day morning she will go to the window she will saw that she will see that lady she will say oh somebody should teach her how to wash clothes and every day she come to her husband and say the same thing one fine day she got up she went to the window and the moment she saw the other lady hanging the clothes she just jumped out of joy because the clothes were shining like light that shining bright white and she sh- jumped out of window and she went to her husband you know somebody finally taught her 
how to wash clothes rightly. Husband smiled and said, My dear sweetheart, nothing happened. I got up little early and cleaned our window pane today. <laughs> what an interesting story. What an interesting story. So we really need to see that which lens we are seeing things. Now, does this does this uh, dust kind of come in front of us as well? Do we start looking at our partners with clouded eyes? Yes, we do. When we don't talk and we only assume, the dust starts gathering. And dust becomes thicker and thicker with every day, with every experience going by. When we don't talk, we start assuming and dust gets thicker. Is that right? That's correct. Mm. I think that's a very, very fair uh, point. Harsh. <laughs> Harsh, I'm curious, um, what would some stories be around this? For example, you know, a good, happy couple get together and then slowly it starts degrading. And then what can this young couple do, for example, to bring their relationship back up? So I'll again share a small story here. Uh, I got a couple, uh, very, very interesting couple, very, very intimate couple, very good understanding. They both complement each other in almost anything and everything, right? One fine day, uh, and they both, they follow all the normal guidelines for a happy relationship. They talk, they spend time together, they eat together. The bedroom life is good. Everything is going good. One fine day, uh, the wife comes and say that, in our office, a new guy has come and he's very funny and uh, he cracked so much jokes today and we all were laughing today. So husband also laughed. That's good. He made the office environment lighter and things got over. Now that became an almost everyday topic. Right? She's, she comes to the office and she says something from that for that ex-person. And that started making husband insecure. That why my wife is talking every day about that person. And good things about the person. So, and he started assuming things. He did not say. He did not show his concern. And one fine day, he probably was irritated. He simply blasted. Why are you talking every day about this person? Don't you have any other topic to talk about? Right? Next day, when she goes to the office, she speaks about this incident to the ex-person. And you know, my husband... I, yesterday I was sharing, suddenly something happened and he was little negative about you. Now the ex-person is comforting her. Now the girl started thinking that my husband doesn't care me and the ex-person gives me a lot of comfort. And the seed is born for an extramarital affair. A very, very simple act. And when we started coaching people, the only thing emerged was that the husband was building the emotions, he was building the assumptions that my wife is spending a considerable time and he started feeling insecure and he did not share the feeling of being insecure with his wife. And his wife, who was so loving to him, who was so connected with him, she was shocked to hear this. And the only thing she did in our coaching session, she got up and hugged her husband and said, can you really think of this, that I will go anywhere? I am yours and I am only yours. And that was so much comforting to the partner that he lost all the insecurity. So the need of talking real time of your emotions is extremely important in a relationship. And how the other person is handling those emotions, that is even more important. Sometimes 
I share my things with my partner, but my partner doesn't know how to handle that emotion. Right. If that time, if the wife could have done the argument, oh, how can you be insecure? I am just talking to him naturally. We spend eight hours together in the office. It is completely natural. And she's justifying her connection or friendship with the partner, with the ex-person. Imagine the insecurity must have only grown. But what she did simply got up, addressed the concern and hugged her partner. That is a very amazing story. Thank you so much for sharing this. Um, I'd like to lean in towards some advice from you, Harsh. Um, there are hundreds and hundreds, thousands of working couples who I am sure have some variation of this story going for them. True. Correct. It could be boredom. It could be just seeking some adventure. It could be just seeking some validation. Or it could be just a routine setting up in life and therefore a need to look for something else. Right? right. What would your advice be to couples who are going through this frost in their relationship? So, uh, this is very, very important, Vivek. And the first thing uh, I would say is clear communication. That's my always pet. That is the foundation of a relationship. No matter at what state you are in, no matter at what stage you are in, start talking. Sit down with your partner, give a touch, give, give that warmth, create a right and positive space and start talking. Whatever you're feeling, what have you gone through, what kind of insecurities you have, what do you feel, what kind of future you want to create with the partner, what kind of adventure, what kind of activities you want to do with the partner, talk anything and everything. Start talking, start clear communication and also listen to the other partner. That's the first and foremost thing. The second tip which I want to give is called real-time sharing. In a partner relationship, we often hear that thing is coming from the third partner side. But if you both real-time share things with each other, there is no room for confusion. There is no room for assumption. There is no room for hiding. And today, we are not in that space where we need to wait for the person to come back. If whatever is happening in your life, you can share it real time. You can leave a voice note, you can WhatsApp, you can communicate the way you want to. So the real time sharing can always happen. And that is again the very, very important point. The third important point which I can share is called sticking to consensus. In a relationship, we discuss we communicate and we reach to a consensus. This is how we will do things. And if it, any change is coming with your thought process by talking to someone else, by talking to other family members, at least go back to your partner. Share again real-time sharing and clear communication and see whether the other person and your partner is comfortable with this or not. So these three points are very interlinked with each other. Clear communication, real-time sharing and sticking to consensus. And that will solve your each and every issue, whether your bedroom life is going haywire, whether you want to go for a holiday, whether you go for a dinner, whether how to deal with each other's parents or what kind of work-life balance you want to create. It will solve each and every issue. That's a very good point. Excellent. Excellent. Harsh, this has been great. I'm curious about one more thing. 
right um a thing that i'm curious about is um, so there are stages of a relationship right i am getting into one right so i am at an early stage of my relationship correct right. or i have not committed to a relationship i'm still at the dating phase my second stage is let's say young early marriage right okay. just gotten inside it um, still working the lopes out there are certain egos which are coming in and we are working those things out right and the second one is like a mature couple you know there are kids mm. both everybody is working towards their um towards career success towards keeping the family together going and then the late stage right when the kids go away and it's just the husband and the wife who are together right um as a mature partner how should i be handling these different stages so that i can constantly strengthen my relationship very very interesting question vivek so the moment you are starting the relationship as i said it is great if you can do these clear communication real time sharing and uh, sticking to consensus as you mature in a relationship uh, and i remember uh, this quote uh, from a very very uh, famous uh, couple who was world's richest man once uh, they got separated and they got divorced a few years back and they tweeted that after 27 years of togetherness we got different exposures in life and now we decided to part ways but we will still remain friends and business partners as you are maturing in the relationship it is very very natural that one partner will have different exposure and the other partner will have different exposure because of the different interests and hobbies if it is important to create the space for those activities either together or giving time to myself which i call as a me time initially it may not be possible the moment you mature in a relationship having that me time is extremely important when you have your me time you will be able to give time to yourself for those things which you could not give in the other space that will also create a lot of motivation and a lot of strength in dealing other responsibilities as your relationship is maturing and if it is affecting your intimate life also talk that what are the activities which you used to like and what are the activities you want to like now because of your exposure you may have developed some fantasies some desires some wants it is completely okay to discuss with the partner gone are those days where our parents used to teach oh don't talk to your husband about this don't talk to your husband it's just be in a surrender position right we are living in 2023 and we have that exposure the smartphone give the access where people kitty parties gathering social gathering gives room to those oh we are trying this so give that thought oh can i also try that with my partner but we are not talking sometimes we have an again assumption and image oh my partner is too traditional oh my partner is too conservative but you don't know whether your, maybe your partner is waiting for you to talk about it he or she wants you to take the initiative so as the relationship matures develop those interesting activities develop those interesting talks right develop those interesting things and create your me and us time so when couples come to me for coaching especially with the children uh, we often give them an advice that uh, spend at least one day away from your children and family once in a month just check into a nearby hotel if you're living in delhi you can just go to gurgaon noida check into a good hotel spend 24 hours only with each other where no other responsibility is there and imagine how fresh you will come out actually 
but we don't invest on those things and it is extremely important to invest on your me and us time no this is a very good thing i think you've highlighted me and we time right yes. and what i'm hearing from you is it's extremely important to talk to your partner about what their me time would look like and what are some activities that they are interested in and at the same time share your me activities correct yes uh, also build some we activities and we over here is as a couple and not a family so to speak of so if you have sure. kids or parents staying with you then carve this time out for yourself is that correct yes that's correct extremely important mm. could it come across and in an indian society for example if i do things that i like to do right for oh. example uh, trekking or whatever it is and i do it without my spouse okay yeah. or the spouse does these things without involving me for example right right um how does it come across so now the time is changing uh, earlier that was lot of insecurity used to come that oh how can you go without me right and the moment that statement comes that oh how can you go without me what will you do what will children think what will mama papa think that creates so the person will not go but that sub- is being suppressing the thoughts and emotions or suppressing my needs wants and desires and the moment i start suppressing my needs wants and desires i am not happy from inside if i am not happy how will i make my family happy so slowly and gradually that thought is changing that yes you have a different liking and i have a different liking it's okay to go separately also and have my own circle of life and circle of activities too Harsh, there's something which has always been on my mind, and I'd love to share this with you. Men and women both are working very actively nowadays in our respective jobs, right? And that's a good thing. Is this increased gender diversity, or is this more women playing a very active role in corporate life, strengthening individual relationships, or do you think they are damaging individual relationships? that's a very very core question which you often come in the coach uh, come across in the coaching vivek uh, it's all the matter of clarity right because whatever role i'm playing in my family uh, am i clear about that role if you go back to our spirituality if you go back to our ancient times the man of the house was considered karta karta means you go earn and give the money to the family and woman used to be called annapurna whatever money a man or a karta gets it she has to run the house with that right so both were very clear in their roles and that's how the relationships were good they used to live happily for 40 50 years and 60 years of their life also if you see our grandparents and sometime parents also but now with the exposure need or want to be equal we both are working right whether it is a man or a woman is he or she clear that what is my priority what kind of role i want to create if a woman is working and she is clear that i want to be karta of the family then annapurna role will probably take a back seat or have some kind of adjustments or balance but when she tries to do both the things and she is not talking about it that oh i want to be a karta not the annapurna or i want to probably balance it out that's where the disconnect happened because she feels burdened 
because she wants to be a karta so she focusing completely on her work dedicatedly work but her family the in-laws or the husband is still expecting her to be an annapurna because that is traditional source correct and no communication is happening about that so that clarity has correct. to be there and the communication needs to be there there was a movie on correct. this few years back ki and ka that highlighted this but that how many couples or how many families are talking about it that what is your clarity what kind of role you want to take very fair point and thank you so much for helping bring this one out <laughs> so it's essentially a clash of values that is increasingly coming to the forefront now which is one of the spouses assumes a different role and the other assumes a different wants a different role and this clash suddenly starts messing with each other is that correct yes yes and that's how the communication absolute clear communication i will bring this point again and again in all my discussions absolute clear communication is extremely important to resolve this so versus letting something remain within you as a spouse who is feeling something or has an opinion on something it's just very important to voice it yes. and the more you and the earlier and the more you voice it the better you the faster you move towards the solution absolutely but most of the time it happens that both couples are not even talking to each other and they're not ready to talk and that is why most of the time when we get coachings it's either one of the person is contacting us and he or she is having sessions to empty themselves once they are empty then they look for solution and they try and convince to the other partner to join for the coaching sessions now this is very interesting either one of the partner reaches out to you so i am curious harsh is it generally the women who reach out to you more or is it generally the men who reach out to you more i'm just curious for my own general knowledge <laughs> Yes, so it is eighty percent women who reaches out to us and twenty percent men. And again, it is the gender, uh, uh, the qualities which we have. The woman is by nature is emotional, right? So they keep those thoughts. Thoughts are running in them. Man is by nature is practical, out of sight, out of mind. The moment we reach office, we forget anything and everything, and we start focusing on work. Women are not. women are very very strong and that's how they handle the emotions and that is why being said more than they need us we need them it's a very fair point thank you continuing this entire work debate right and workplace debate so to speak of do you feel organizations should be playing some role in this so uh, recently we were in a uh, coaching uh, the conclave and we were talking about it that organizations are actively looking for mental well-being gender diversity dni space and some other things which they are taking care of in the coaching yes it is happening in the large organizations smaller organizations yet to match their speed but when we spoke that do you actually focus on their personal well-being space how their relationships are faring uh, whether the person is being satisfied in their own personal life or not honestly corporates are still yet to meet that expectation of employees but slowly and gradually they are realizing that this space is extremely important if we really want to get 100% productivity especially post covid when we are talking about hybrid environments when people are coming to office sometime and sometimes they are not coming and especially when the person is coming and sitting at home and on a video call and recently just had an argument with his wife or wife had a argument with the husband and you want uh, them to have the 100% uh, 
attention mentally and physically at that video call. Usually that doesn't happen. And that affects their productivity. Correct. I can see a definite strong correlation between the relationship health and productivity for sure because we do some work and then it needs to get reflected in the office. Now, if I'm not well, if I haven't slept well the previous night, if I'm not emotionally calm in the morning, then clearly my entire state of mind in the office is going to be rotten. True. I might just not do any work at all. In fact, I've seen some people just, now. Oh, I don't want to feel like doing anything, right? Um, I think the place where I'm thinking about is, so therefore, should an organization actively have a relationship coaching program? Because could it intrude into the personal space and therefore a company doesn't want to get into it? Or, hey, listen, a lot of problems are originating because of this definition of work we now have. So it yes. is therefore an organization's responsibility to provide it. So I'm trying to rappel my head around both these states. True. Uh, it is extremely important because post-COVID, we are in a situation where we are increasingly spending time with a partner and at home. Earlier, post pre-COVID, we did not have that much time. Monday to Friday, you hardly used to spend about not even one hour with your partner. Only Saturday and Sunday used to be spent. But now, probably you're going two days in the office or three days in the office. So, you're spending more time with your partners and at home. And that's how you're feeling. You're experiencing those things even more than before. And that's where we suggest organizations to invest in the relationship coaching. If you cannot take the 100% journey, at least give a taster, at least give a flavor. Sponsor two or three sessions. If the person feels value, probably later they can take this off you. And also we advise to the organizations as well as to individuals that the moment you want to see that how your relationships are progressing or whether you are in the right space or not, see how your health and financials are growing. These are the two parameters. If your health is going up, your financials are going up, that means your personal space and relationship space is really, really strong and satisfying. But if your health is going down and your finances are going down, that has a direct correlation how your personal space and relationship space is. Harsh, fantastic. This has uh, been an amazing conversation with you. Uh, as we look to wrap up, what would your advice be to some of our listeners? So, uh, the, so, the last advice I had was that uh, the health and uh, financial, that should be the two parameters which you have. And the second advice I have is that you cannot be in the same mood, same mindset, same emotional state 24 by 7. And same goes for your partner. If something is you're irritated with your partner, something you're not happy with your partner, think about it. Is he or she always in that space? You will always get the answer, no. That person is sometimes irritating. That person is sometimes negative. That person is sometimes complaining to you. But most of the time, the person is normal with you. But instead of highlighting that so-called bigger space of normalcy, you only look at when the person is not happy with you, when the person is complaining to you. When the person is irritating to you. And that becomes a universe for you with that person. And that's where you come to us for the help. So start looking inwards and see whether you cannot be in the same space 24 by 7, so your partner. If you can have the downtime, so your partner. If you can be in the bad mood, so your partner. 
And so give them the space. Allow them the space to be the way they are versus yes. expecting them to be in a certain state at all times. True. And always treat them in a higher state. Okay, this is a temporary phase. Let us get over with it. Let him get over with it. I think that's a very, very fair point. And thank you so much for sharing this. Uh, Harsh, it's been a fantastic conversation with you. I really appreciate this time. Thank you very much, Vivek, for hosting me and allowing me to share my points. Our personal relationship and space is extremely, extremely important. So I hope this podcast will help people and couples to enhance their quality of relationships.